particularly eager to wait. I don't like to wait. You don't like to wait. No one likes to wait. But we wait in traffic. We wait for retirement. For our spouse, baby. We wait in grocery stores. We wait for teachings and preaching to be over. There is an endless list of things we wait for. Hello there. You are listening to Growing Spiritually with DY, a podcast on spiritual growth and development. I trust you have been enjoying God. Today I want us to look at an exciting subject and it seems to be one of the cause of Christian journey. I have titled it While You Wait, While I Wait, While We Wait, While You Wait. At almost every point in our life, we are waiting. It's either we are waiting on God for things or we are waiting on God for people. Maybe you are searching for a job, but what you are looking for has not opened up yet. You are waiting. Many are looking for the one, that special person, to be your life partner. But they haven't found them. They are waiting. Couples longing for a child, but nothing has happened. They are waiting. You have been praying long and hard about that situation, and you are waiting for a turnaround. You kept asking yourself, why is it taking so long? And it seems as if the breakthrough and victory seem to be passing you and going somewhere else, going to someone else. Perhaps you're already living with it, going about your business, and hoping God will do it someday. All these sometimes make waiting seem futile and frustrating. It can be frustrating because we want them to happen now, this minute, not later. And when it doesn't, we ask God when. God when. Waiting seems to be one of the most challenging aspects of the Christian life. However, what is most important while we wait is our waiting attitude. What is our attitude towards waiting? Do you patiently wait or grudgingly wait? Or perhaps you, your wait is the complainingly waiting type. Please permit me to use the word. Are you complainingly waiting? But what if you were thinking about Waiting in all the wrong ways. We've been thinking and approaching waiting the wrong way. What if waiting was not wasted time, but valuable time in the life of the Christian? In fact, waiting is not wasted time. But it becomes a wasted time when you're not waiting right. Because there's a right way to wait and there's a wrong way to wait. Or you're doing nothing while waiting. You're not doing anything while waiting. Are you waiting passively or you're waiting expectantly? It is a guaranteed fact that you will wait. It's not your cause. It's a guaranteed fact that you will wait. So waiting is, not a, is no longer a question of if, if I will wait, but a question of how. And the how will determine how long it will take us to wait. It's no longer a question of if, but a question of how. Many people think of waiting as what we must do to get what we want. Like I must wait in line to get that meal, wait in line to pay the money to the bank or to withdraw from the ATM. Well, God sees waiting differently. 
I recently tweeted that we must see ourselves through God's eyes. He has said that you can do all things through him. All, not some, not few. All things through him. If you don't believe that, then you doubt not only yourself, but God as well. God sees and speaks of waiting as the process of changing us, transforming us to become what he wants us to be. Transforming us to be able to receive that expected end, to have the capacity to deal, maximize, and enjoy that expected end. The ear of God is not heavy that I cannot hear. God heard you and is working something out. He's working out the answers, even if you can't say it yet. Psalm 90 verse 4 says, For in the sight of God, a thousand years is but a day that's just gone by. Or like a watch in the night. So it means my three months, my five months, or my eight, one year. It's just like a day in the sight of God. And Chris Deborah once said, Before you agree, there is a delay. You must have been the one in charge of time. Because if you don't know your time, how do you know your time has gone? The truth is waiting is hard work. Waiting is hard work. About to wait for things, for people. Wait on God to pull through. I'm currently in my season of waiting. We are all waiting. Waiting can test our waiting will test our faith. What makes it so difficult is when there are no guarantees that our waiting will ever end in this lifetime. We are waiting for the coming of Jesus. Desires we long for, prayers we've been praying, and news we are waiting to hear can tempt us to be impatient, makes us discouraged, cause us to worry, and even wonder if God cares. Yes, Jesus, you love me too much. But what I'm passing through, what I've been waiting for, does not show that you love me, not to talk of the too much. Mm. I know the popular verse, First Peter 5, 7. It says, cast your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you affectionately and about you watchfully. But it just doesn't make sense at that time. It may not always make sense. But if only you know what God is saying to you when he says he cares for you. He's simply saying, I care for you to have that thing more than you do. I care for you to get that job more than you do. I care for you to get married more than you do. I care for you to own that house. I care for you to own that thing more than you do. That is what God is saying when he says he cares for you affectionately and about you watchfully. While we wait, God wants us to actively participate in the work he desires to accomplish. God will do what he will do. He has done what he will do. God will not do for you what you're supposed to do yourself. God will not do for you what you're supposed to do yourself. Hence, we must wait strategically. We must be strategic in our waiting because this cultivates good fruit in our lives, such as patience, perseverance, and endurance. Waiting draws us closer to God. Sometimes it's the painful holding on to God. Ah, God. I, I, I see others enjoying this thing, but I'm waiting. I'm painfully clinging to you, holding on to you. You will do mine at your own time. 
on your own terms. I won't compromise. Painfully holding on to God. God uses times of waiting to stretch our faith in Him and to bring about change and growth in our lives. We grow in a season of waiting. We grow painfully holding on to God. God, I trust you. It's, it's been six, seven months. I'll wait. I'll continue to wait and trust in you. There are things that waiting should remind us of. Number one, that I am not in charge. And when I'm reminded that I'm not in charge, then I can wait in confidence because I know that God is in control. Hallelujah. God is in control. He holds the whole world in his hands. God is in control. I am reminded that sometimes all I have to do is to just stand there without a shadow of doubt that God knows what he is doing. My God knows what he is doing. I am reminded that God's timing is the best and he is working even when I can't see it. But in due time, he will reveal. God works while we wait. Why nothing seems to be happening? Something is happening. God is making something happen. Why nothing is happening? I am reminded that waiting increases my strength. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. In my season of waiting, my strength is renewed. My power is renewed. I am not weary when I run. I will not faint when I walk. Neither will I become tired. These and more are the benefits we get from waiting. I am reminded that I don't need to know everything. I don't need to understand how God will accomplish what needs to be done and when he will do it. All I have to do is to trust the one who knows all things and accepts that some questions may never be answered. Some questions may never be answered. I don't need to know everything. I don't need to understand how God will accomplish what needs to be done and when he will do it. Even when I don't understand, I will trust God. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. God, when I trust you, I don't need to understand. That should be our attitude. I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know the details. I just need to hold on to God and trust him who knows all things. Who sees the end from the beginning? Who holds my future in his hands? And I should accept the fact that some questions may never be answered. I am reminded that if I wait the wrong way, I will be miserable. I will be frustrated if I don't wait God's way. I am also reminded that the best of God is in the future. Hallelujah. And the blessings are yet to come. You think you've seen the miraculous? <laughs> the huge and massive things that are on the way will blow your mind. So what am I reminded of when I'm waiting? One, I am reminded I'm not in charge. 
I am reminded that sometimes I have to stand there without a shadow of doubt that God knows what he's doing. And number three, I am reminded that God's timing is the best. Number four, I am reminded that waiting increases my strength. Number five, I am reminded I don't need to know everything. I don't need to understand how God will accomplish what needs to be done. Number six, I am reminded that if I wait the wrong way, I will be miserable. Number seven, I am reminded that the best of God is in the future. So what am I supposed to do while I wait? Before I go into that, I want to talk about how. How we wait. And I will talk about that briefly. How we wait. We either wait passively or we wait expectantly. We are either waiting passively or we are waiting expectantly. Waiting passively is uh, sitting around. You are just sitting around waiting to see if, if something will happen. The waiting is not founded on anything. Sometimes it's baseless. And if it doesn't, we just give up. We wish for something to happen but not sure if it will happen. That's waiting passively. But waiting expectantly is having an assurance that something will happen. Believing the answer is just around the corner and it will arrive in due minutes. Our hope is guaranteed on God when we wait expectantly. So we wake up every morning with expectations. Believing that the answer is soon to come. We may wait for long but suddenly our wait is over. And we have the evidence of what we have been waiting for. Wait expectantly. Don't wait passively. Wait expectantly, not passively. If you wait passively, you might not receive anything from God. But I'm waiting expectantly because I know my hope is in God. I'm holding on to the promises of God because I know that even though it may tarry, it will surely come to pass. So what should I do while I wait? Wait with patience. That's the first thing. Wait with patience. Galatians 5.22 tells us that patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Patience is developed under trial. I think trial is the only opportunity of developing patience. Wait with patience. Grow your patience. Grow in patience while you wait. James 1.3-4 says... Be rest assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance. 1. Steadfastness. 2. Patience. 3. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work. Let them do a thorough work. Let them do a complete work. And when they've done the work, you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing, nothing missing, nothing broken. Waiting with patience matures us. Waiting with patience matures us. The number two thing to do while you wait is to wait and watch with expectation. Wait and watch with expectation. Prepare for the arrival of what you are waiting for. 
prepare for the arrival of what you are waiting for. Let your preparation meet what is coming. The minute a woman discovers she's pregnant, she begins to prepare for the baby's arrival. She begins to buy clothes, shoes, toys. Your preparation must show that you are expecting something. Your preparation must show that you are expecting something. Are you expecting a promotion? Don't just wait around. Take up the courses that will better equip you. Take up courses that will make you better. Take up courses that will better equip you. There are situations that may not give you a chance to learn on the job. You only make do with what you've learned. So prepare yourself. I'm expecting to be married. Go for seminars, read books, listen to messages. Watch and pray. Learn from people's mistakes. Walk directly with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the best teacher on this subject. Whatsoever you're expecting, prepare the way for it to come. Wait and watch with expectation. Wait and watch with expectation. In waiting, we also serve. In waiting, we also serve. The third thing to do while you wait is to put your hope in God's word. Put your hope in God's word. Hope outside of God and his word will disappoint you. The Bible says the harms of flesh will fail you. But we look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. They that wait on the Lord shall not be put to shame. Only when we put our hope in Christ can we wait with confidence and know that we will not be put to shame. We will not be put to shame. Put your hope in the word of God. Someone once said, the only place to go for reassurance during hard times is the cross. The cross. It is symbolic. Put your hope in God's word. Then another one is don't fret. Psalm 31 7 says, Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. Don't worry about other people, especially people who are enjoying the gift you are waiting for. This can be hard, but don't compare yourself with others. Comparison steals joy. It's a stealer of joy. Waiting eats us hard when our life feels so empty. And it seems others' life seems so full. That's the lie of the devil. Don't allow your mind to run wild with others thoughts and give them for bitterness and heavy these will rob you of god's blessings don't fret proverb 14 30 says a calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and heads of the body but envy jealousy and rot are like rottenness of the bone so there is a better way to spend our waiting not fretting because of evildoers not fretting because what has are enjoying what we are waiting for. Don't compromise. Don't fret while you're waiting. Another thing is do good. Do good. 
Don't let your waiting keep you from being useful. But instead, take whatever comfort you receive from God and begin searching for others who need it. Others who need it more than you do. Others, God will bring others your way. You can start to pray for others who, who you know are also expecting what you are expecting. Leaving aside your whole need and praying for others who you know are also expecting what you are expecting. God has worked for us to do in our waiting. There is so much to do while you are waiting. We have widows to cater for, lonely people to befriend. We have Sunday school classes to teach. Volunteer in your church. There are younger believers to disciple. Give yourself to doing good. Give yourself to doing good. Don't carry your waiting season on your head. And it makes you useless to yourself and to others. Don't let your waiting keep you from being useful. Do good. Another thing is wait for God's promise. He has never failed and he won't start. We see several accounts of people who chose to do things their way when they got weary of waiting for God. They tried to help God. No matter how long the issue has stayed, regardless of how hopeless the situation is, choose to wait patiently. He is the God of promise who does not speak in vain. He said, my word does not come back to me void until it's accomplished that which is sent to do. His syllable is neither empty nor void. His goal is as powerful as a full sentence. Wait patiently. Wait for God's promise. It may tarry, but it will surely come to pass. The Bible says, even what you think is far more abundantly to do. According to Ephesians 3.20, even what you think. The Bible says, even before we call, he already answers. And while we are yet speaking, he hears. Don't compromise. I know you've been waiting so long. Don't compromise. Hold on to the word of God. Painfully, yes, I know. But hold on to God's word. Hold on to his promises. Don't fret. Make yourself useful this waiting season. Learn things. Go for that cause. Read that book. Prepare yourself in anticipation of what you're expecting. That is faith. Faith without works is dead. Don't just sit around, farving around, lazing around, doing nothing. God will not do for you what you're supposed to do. Then the last thing is to continue steadfastly in prayer and thanksgiving. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Without ceasing. Praise the Lord at all times. When it is good, praise the Lord. When it is the other way around, praise the Lord. Colossians 4 2 says, Be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life. Steadfast. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Be steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and hinted in your praying with thanksgiving. 
praising and thanking God for what he has done, for what he will do, for what he is doing at the moment. Praise him in advance. Praise him because you are reaping the harvest that God has promised you. You are taking back what the devil has stolen from you. Rejoice because you will recover it all. You will recover it all. You will restore in multiple foods. Rejoice. Thank him. Yes, it's been a long time. Thank him. Don't let the day pass without praising God, without thanking him. Even though you're not seeing the evidence now, keep praying and giving thanks. Seven times Gehazi went to look. Seven times. And at the seven times said, I saw something like the heart said, yes, 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 that is it. Even though you may not see, you may, you may not see anything it's so plain. Wait patiently on God. Wait. Don't make the mistake to stop praying and expecting just because of taking so long. Increase your level of gratitude. It may not come in your timing. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, says the Lord. It may not come in your timing or in the way and manner you expect it. It may not come in the way and manner you expect it. You're expecting to come with fire and brimstone. But it might come in a still small voice. So stay connected. Continue steadfastly in prayer and thanksgiving. Though it may tarry, it will surely, it will surely come to pass. It will surely come to pass. Susanna Spurgeon said, The Lord has streamed the pages of God's word with promises of blessedness to those who wait for him. And remember... <laughs> And remember, his slightest word stands fast and sure. His slightest word stands fast and sure. It can never fail you. It can never fail you. So, my soul, see that you have a promise underneath thee. For then your waiting will be resting. You see that you have a promise underneath it and you hold on to the promise. That is when your waiting will be resting. And a firm foothold for your hope will give you confidence. Confidence. This is the confidence that we have in him that whatsoever we ask according to his word. Hey. And a firm foothold for your hope will give you confidence in him who has said, They shall not be ashamed that wait for me. They shall not be ashamed that wait for me. They shall not be ashamed that wait for me. God will never put you to shame. He will never put you to shame. By human calendar, your time has passed. No. God is just starting. He's never late. He's right on time. He is never late. He's right on time. God is never late. He's right on time. So what am I supposed to do while waiting? Number one, wait with patience. Your patience will develop while waiting. Your faith will develop and increase while you wait. Number two, wait and watch with expectation. Wait and watch with expectation. Number three, put your hope in God's word. 
put your hope in God's word. Hope outside of God and his word will disappoint you. Number four, don't fret. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't worry about other people, especially people who are enjoying the gifts you are waiting for. Don't fret. Number five, do good. Do good. Be useful in your waiting period. Number six, wait for God's promise. His promise never fail. Never fail. Number seven, continue steadfastly in prayer and thanksgiving. Bible says with prayer and thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Continue steadfastly, fervently in prayer and thanksgiving. Let me share an excerpt from an excerpt from Travis Graham's song while I'm waiting. I recommend that you listen to it. What my eyes can't see, I still believe. Everything spoken to me. There is no word that can come back void. I will trust the reports of the Lord. God is not a man that he should lie. Every need he will supply. So I will wait and will not be moved. I believe, I believe I will trust in you. While I'm waiting, I'm getting stronger. My faith is rising and I will run on. While I'm waiting, I'm lifting up on wings as eagles. I believe I will trust in you. What my eyes can see, I still believe. Everything spoken to me. There is no word that can come back void. I will trust the report of the Lord. God is not a man that he should lie. Every need he will supply. So I will wait. I will not be moved. I believe, I believe, I will trust in you. While I'm waiting, I'm getting stronger. My faith is rising and I will run on. While I'm waiting, I'm lifting up on wings of seagulls. I believe I will trust in you. I will trust in God. Wait patiently for God. Run with him. Don't run alone. Enjoy your waiting season. Maximize it. But don't try to help God. Don't try to help God. Go on and approach waiting differently. Wait expectantly and not passively. Thank you for tuning in today. Till next week on another episode of Growing Spiritually with DY. Keep enjoying God.